0: we are live right now with hosan gonzalez yay um so yeah welcome back um we are having an interesting day today because i'm having you hosan and then later today i'll be streaming with andre wallen so that's going to be pretty stacked day for me um but enough about me let's talk about you dude how, how have you been
1: oh, i've been fine uh, i'm really happy to be here in this famous juju show world famous and um, no, thank you for inviting me so.
0: no dude you're welcome and i gotta say <laughs> you are you're fucking good dude you are fucking good um i think, I think, I
1: think i'm the that? lowest profile guy the <laughs> You know, like, I haven't worked for any big company or anything. Just small stuff.
0: Who cares, or, uh, dude? Who cares? No, I,
1: I think it's, it's, it's great in a way. Like, you can, you can be there without, you know, landing the super gig. So, it's cool, you know?
0: Yeah, man. <clears throat> uh, what happened just here? Should
1: explain something?
0: No, yeah, just moment. introduce yourself and, um,
1: Okay. So just, uh, you know yeah. who
0: you are and what are you all about, dude?
1: Yeah, my my name is Hosan. For those who, who haven't realized uh, already, and I'm I'm mostly known for what I've been what I'm doing with my own IP, which is the future is now. Uh, whoops, something happened here.
0: Oh, good, oh good. I just closed that app. It's not needed <laughs> for us, so. <laughs> We're all good.
1: Bye. Okay.
0: It just made everyone so, nervous.
1: It's, it's, a, it's a series of art books so far that, have, that are set in the same universe. So it's cyberpunk universe that I have sort of created with the original characters and stuff. And I made uh, the first art book all, on my own, you know, like with my own phones. I did some... Uh, some pre orders to, to get the print run, or
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, very informal stuff. And I, I was like blown away by the reception. Like, people really liked it. And I, I sold all of them Absolutely. finally quickly 250 copies of the book. Nice.
3: It's great.
1: Which is, uh, now feels like a small number, but back then it was like, oh my God, so many books. Uh, I sold them, like, in four or five months. I was out I of stock. So I thought, I need to, to to do the next thing with this. Another app make it bigger, get more fans. So I did a Kickstarter for that, which kind of spoiled.
0: <sighs> yeah, Maybe it ends, blew up, it's, dude. Another <laughs> <funny
1: thing. laughs> that's, that's pretty much the story, you
3: know? Awesome.
0: Now, I, I'm, you know, I remember... I remember seeing cuz you've been you've been posting um quite a lot and I had you on my Facebook I've been you know following your work for quite a time now and um I remember you did that fan art for um Batman with the I don't remember what what those guys are called um but dude um it's like you have this very unique uh style and you, you nail it down pretty well. It it's it's sort of um this very stylized, uh, almost uh um mm-hmm. almost like Mobius inspired um you know uh style of drawing and uh what what's really good about it is just uh how you combine that with Cyberpunk and how it looks uh in the end, you know when you when you have it done and when you have it finished. And um I really enjoy that. And and when I saw you're doing Kickstarter I was like, I think it's gonna go pretty well, <laughs> and yeah, surely was... it surely did. And I'm, dude, I'm super happy that it did because it's it's looking awesome. I'm gonna say, yeah. um, for those who are interested, I'm gonna actually post a link to the Kickstarter campaign that you did on the chat, um, so you can it, uh,
1: quite quite uh, a lot of different stuff until I go to kind of the, let's say, the perfected style Mm -hmm. that I have. I mean, it's never perfect, but, you know, I have, I am kind of, uh, been working on the sort of same style for a couple of years now. But before, I, I, it took me a while, you know, to get there. Like, exactly, this is, this is it, you know. yeah. Like, I was in more digital painting, uh, Two different photos with just just painting, no lines, or a lot of stuff like that. More cartoon, more realistic, you know, a lot yeah. of different uh, approaches. But uh, it's, it's okay, but it's not exactly what I'm looking for. You know? And when uh-huh. I mix it, when I when I have with the sci-fi stuff, that's where I really, you know, push forward. Like okay. This is this is where I'm, where I am, where I want to go. I I, I look back to stuff from one year ago; it's, it feels old now. <laughs> so, you know,
0: of course. I
1: can found the the place to. I keep working this, and there's always things to improve. And, you know, it's very. I never hit the wall. You know, like since I've been doing this uh, sci-fi with flag colors. Line, which has been pretty smooth.
0: So yeah, yeah. Well, What's uh, really impressive for me is, um, apart from the drawings that you're doing, you know, the illustrations that present the characters, you have pretty pretty rad ideas there. Um, mm. The one mind-blowing part that kind of shows, I guess, it's kind of explaining how your brain works, in my opinion, is. Those uh, those those really detailed isometric drawings that you're doing, (laughs) those the the clusterfuck of details, I call it. (laughs) Where it's just like holy fucking shit, dude! Uh, You did like this drawing of a city. I remember quite recently. Yeah,
3: Yeah, that uh, was
1: in October. You know, I thought I'm gonna I need to improve on on ink. Right. I'm gonna do something. And I started the first day, this Intobra thing, for mm-hmm. those people that didn't know what Intobra is. It's um, some sort of uh, event that, I think it's Jake Parker, that created it back then. Mm-hmm. Like, you do, once you, you hit October, the month, you try to do one ink drawing every day.
0: So, so you, you, get you decided ink. to do all days in one day? Uh, one yeah, big I painting. Saw,
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> why don't just do a big ass drawing, and do a small part every day, see how far you get. Cool. And I didn't cool. get very far in October, but <laughs> it took me months to finish. But yeah, it is never. It's the first time I do a drawing so big, you know. So
0: right. Yeah. No, they look the rad. Mindset,
1: so. yeah, the mindset was to do just a small part. Every day, so you know, if you if you say I'm gonna do this super big drawing, you might get like oh, I can't do it. It's too much. It's gonna take too long. So what if you do just a small part every day? It's amazing what you get. You know, That's true. time. Mm-hmm. It's the way to to be able to uh, how to say that succeed with a big challenge. Yeah, just break it down in parts.
0: Yeah, every. So, yeah. Every step, uh, one step at a time, you know, just a slow, exactly. slow climb. Um, it's always a good idea when you have a bigger goal and you want to work on something. Oh, I want to make it fucking <laughs> rad and beautiful and large and whatever. Just plan ahead. Yeah. Like, don't, don't think like you're going to do it in one jump. Think of it as a staircase. And, you know, if you want to be at the top of a staircase, you're going to have to go step by step, obviously. And sometimes you're going to hop two steps because you feel yeah. that power. Like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I can hop two steps. Um, but normally, you're just going to walk in one pace. And, you know, if you stop, then um, you just stop. You're not progressing. But if you're slowly moving moving up, you will eventually get there. So it's just a matter of how big of a staircase you decided to choose. Yeah, um, when
1: you see the final thing, you're like, oh, yeah, I made
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And, you, and you look down, and it's... Like in Mount Everest almost.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's
1: more difficult, you know, like when I see people like uh, people that can do super good sketches really fast, like, you know, in in one hour, like super fresh. Ah, I'm not sure I can do that. Maybe I can, but I'm more like a slow cooking. It's like I'm going to do something very complex. It's going to take a lot of time. But this is what I enjoy, you, the viewer is going to get a, a kick out of seeing this, seeing all the details, finding out uh, the narrative, the small uh, easter eggs. So that's, just, that's my thing, you know? Of course, it's, uh, there's a lot of influence from Jeff Tarot. It's probably for all the crazy, crazy details in my stuff. Right, I think it's right. his fault <laughs> from reading really his comments. Yeah, dude, this is, that guy is insane. It's uh, this is a shitload of details in everywhere.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta have to stack my bookshelf with those. I, I don't have them yet. Um, so, dude, what are you gonna be drawing? I'm curious because I see some blue, blue lines there. I can see some stuff going on.
1: I have the pencil one here on the scanner. It's probably more visible. Right. I'm not sure. This is, yeah, one of those isometric things we were speaking about the perspective. It's sort of a scene that it's, uh, I'm not sure how to put it so people can see the whole thing. But anyway, it's like a scene that happens in an isometric perspective. Mm-hmm. Some characters are walking in from this side. It's a. Uh, Robo president is walking in, and the police has just passed some uh, safe house from uh, some hackers and stuff. And one thing I did here, and I think I've never done before, or uh, not without thinking too much about it, is that I have the isometric perspective, but I have uh, cat sections nice. so you can see what's inside of the rooms. So it's That's not. Cool. Exactly realistic. There are walls that are cut, so you can see the characters through. Yeah, especially the part on here. So that's a bit of a, a new thing for me. It reminds me
0: uh, those. I,
1: yeah.
0: It reminds me of those early '90s um, games, you know yeah exactly. PC games yeah dude it's gonna be rad dude I can't wait to see what you, how, you, how you draw it you, you're gonna be inking like you can do whatever the fuck you want by the way you know um, like yeah, if you wanna ink you can ink if you don't if you just wanna say fuck it I'm not gonna do shit you can do that as well I don't care um, let's just speak about stuff you know oh,
1: sorry I'm gonna try to, to to ink in the meanwhile and if people are interested like what we were saying before like Paper, seeing someone doing stuff on paper it feels almost exotic now because digital uh, is the way to go for for most people, I would say, almost. Yeah. Or yeah. at least people in the concept art industry or, you know, uh, illustration, depending on the field, can be more traditional still. But, you know, the same things are awesome. I can understand that.
0: Um, and, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Uh, I kind of feel like it's still faster on paper. So I do most of the work on paper, but the colors, I do digital.
0: Yeah. yeah that makes and, sense.
1: And I don't know if people, I usually get a lot of people to ask me about the materials. Like what pen do you use? Which paper, whatever, you know? I guess. Yeah, what brush you no. do
0: you use, dude? <laughs> What's the brush, what brush you're using?
1: <laughs> the magical brush that draws things. Yeah. draws perspective. It's just, um, you know, you can, the perspective is there. So I don't use anything special. Just super normal mechanical pen. And then I, I ink with uh, usually microns from
0: Sakura. Yeah, microns. Microns are the best. Mm-hmm
1: super popular thing, but they're really good because the ink is really black, and yeah, they're great, probably the best uh calibrated things
0: yeah, I best. use them too, or used to i haven't haven't been drawing um for well, a long you've been, time you've been busy. Yeah. yeah, I'm too busy unfortunately, <laughs> um kind of sucks actually <laughs> um,
1: no, it was, sucks and but you're doing amazing stuff yeah, they, the ski shots for uh, Civil War, I think it was.
3: Yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. how
1: you did that. If it's painting or...
3: It's a lot of fakery. <laughs> it's
0: a secret. There's a lot of bullshit there. A lot of a lot of bullshit that it's just like, Oh, you did it that way? Aww. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Oh. <laughs> no, dude, I'm, I'm sort of... Piggybacking on what you said, you know, um, you've mentioned like you're this kind of guy that, you know, I'm, I'm doing my Kickstarter and small clients and whatnot. I'll be honest with you. I don't think these days any, anybody cares about that. I think it was more important back in the days when people, artists especially, wanted to, you know, be meaning, have a meaning in their um, careers. And, you know, the bigger the client usually meant that the better you are uh especially in entertainment today with the advent of <clears throat> sorry advent of um YouTube and Twitch and Patreons and whatnot and Kickstarters, it doesn't really matter anymore because frankly you can be great, you can be popular, um, and you don't have to work uh for clients. You can work for yourself pretty much and and self fund your own projects and make them happen uh instead of just slaving away like like my ass, <laughs> to, to clients, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I know. So. It's, it's
1: a positive part, you know, like for people that are maybe starting or getting there, like, you don't have to be worried. Like, I can, I, I don't get to work with film companies. That's fine, it's, there are other ways.
0: Of, yeah, dude, uh, nobody cares, yeah. honestly. I, I'd rather see yeah. your, your art daily or, you know, whatever you're doing than not seeing you do anything for years and years and then release some stuff, you know, <laughs> Yeah, and yeah not, that's, cannot... that's not going to be your soul either. That's going to be, you know, you trying to please a um, production designer or director. So, you know, it has a bonus, but also it's just like, you know, if you don't, if you don't run into the right project, it might actually suck. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's essentially my, professional story, like, when I started working, I was 25, pretty late to working, like, I mean, I've, I was working in, the, as a waiter, and as, a, you know, in, in bars, restaurants, when I was studying student, like, from 17 to 25, mm-hmm. at 25, I got my first job uh, in a creative field, you know, like, not serving drinks, so it was like, oh my god, it's possible, uh, yeah. but it was yeah. uh, as a fashion illustrator for big uh, clothing companies, uh, I, I work in a supplier, and I was doing all the uh, you know, illustrations for tissues t-shirts, all kind of very commercial, like herds and bears and dolls and all kind of shit. Right. So it was, yeah, it, has, it was creative in a way that I was growing. But I had to do what they told me, like, right? you know, draw this, draw that. And it was great, to, you know, I, I learned a lot from that. But I mean, it's, it's, it took me a while to get where I am now. So I, I was working in fashion for, I think, seven uh, seven years, I think. Then I went full freelance and I was mm. doing comic book coloring, all sort of uh, whatever comes my way, you know, to pay the bills. And right. Yeah, it's. But it's, well, at some point, I started to get uh, a bit of fame, you know, my, for my style, my uh, the unique uh, characteristics. Oops, sorry, that's too hard for a Spanish guy. Uh, on my drones. And, you know, I started to get small gigs like book cover, uh, magazine cover, mm-hmm. maybe uh, music album cover. So I thought, okay, let's start to move away from you know, comic book coloring, which I enjoy anyway. But it's it's uh it's so usually seen as a lesser job. I don't think it is, but that's you know the image that's uh, on the industry about colorists And yeah, and then yeah, once I found the right project, this this future is now thing. There now I'm there, you know. Can I, can I make it? Can I keep just leaving off this? Keep pulling, you know, another book, graphic novel, whatever. So that's kind of the question right now.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can, dude.
1: <laughs> you yeah. pretty sure you can. I do my best. Right? And the, the, the book is going to be amazing. I mean, it's so a lot of work, but I think people are going to be surprised. Right? I hope positively surprised. Not like, what the fuck? You
0: know? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait, dude. Um, I don't normally support that many projects, uh, kickstarters and whatnot. I usually wait for you know something that is really great, uh, that's really worth uh, supporting. And dude, when I saw your stuff coming up, it was just like, yeah, no brainer. <laughs> well, thank you. thank you.
1: Yeah. It's, it sure helped a lot that a lot of people were sharing the project. Like very passionately like, we need to get this funded and I have a lot of help from people sharing and spreading the word. So that's how Kickstarter works anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know, you you kind of build your reputation, your fan base, and then when you see those fans that come back, you know, to buy your stuff to help you, that's very rewarding, you know, so that feels really good
0: yeah dude absolutely hey you can start drawing anytime you want by the way um we can uh i'm pretty uh, sure our audience is going to be enjoying that shit, so uh, I'll, yeah. I'll i'll definitely will be enjoying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: was, um, I was about Mikro, so I'm actually going to use this which is uh oh it's out of focus it's a pen brush from tombow it's mm-hmm. in japanese
0: huh? i'm gonna bug you after the stream, I'm gonna bug you for the names of those things, and we're gonna list um, list list those pens and objects um, and books and whatever we decide to talk about today. Sure. In, let, uh, me, let me. I'm
1: gonna try and change. I just realized that my hand is gonna cover. So I'm gonna try and put the webcam
0: on the other side. Sure. Mm-hmm. Dude, we can you can see your studio. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's me. I can see your face. Damn, Daniel.
1: That is my studio. Awesome. Move recently too. It's all the secrets of my enterprise. I have to Dude, it's rad. Drawing tables. Awesome. So, I, I'm not sure if, well, I have more space now here than I have at my home, so. But I wonder if people use drawing tables or not, you
0: know? Uh, honestly, it's a good idea to use them, for sure. Um, I, I'm planning, I don't have a room in my, cause I, I have studio yeah. in my bedroom and I basically turned the bedroom into a studio. So I don't really have that much room where I could place, um, drawing table here. I have a fucking huge desk though. It's like eight feet <laughs> wide or something, four feet long or Four feet long, eight feet wide. It's pretty, pretty fucking large. It's taking like half of the room, um, but I can get everything on it, so it's all good. Yeah. Um, no, drawing tables are great, uh, especially the ones that have um, the underlight. Those are those are pretty good. They're a little more expensive on the more expensive side, but um, having the underlight helps, especially when you have like, what do you have? You know. Um, uh yeah yeah for like clean pen or inking it does help to to have that underlight going in i both like those um i'm gonna list that too uh it's like um a light box if you will yes and basically just uh, underlights your uh your your sketch or drawing and then you can do uh some inking on top of it so you can do like different things you can um when i was doing the art uh, the art habit i would for instance draw like a dirty sketch um yes. i would do it either in photoshop or even or just with pen on the paper and then scan it and print it out like bigger and in, in blue like you did here and then uh-huh. i could ink on top of it uh and that was much easier especially with that light box that was pretty helpful to have um yeah but yeah
1: I didn't get one for here because I, I've been. Uh, I always print on blue now, you know, like just do a sketch on paper and then maybe fix stuff on Photoshop and then print on blue. That's if I want to, you know, ink it. Otherwise, it's going to be pencil. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't really need the lightbox anymore now but the light box the light table whatever so but yeah this is this has been a discovery like printing in blue and just very soft it just saves me a lot of time
0: yeah that's how comic books are done right at least when they are done I think so. uh, yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure they are um especially when they're when they are done in actual ink instead of photoshop you know yeah uh, or this... the other software that's out there what, what is the other software it's Manga Studio, Manga it's pretty Studio. good, yeah, it's pretty good.
1: It's great, it's good, uh, this is really good for inking, actually. Uh, I think a lot of pros use it, yeah. for similar, because obviously Photoshop, as, as good as it is, you have some limitations for you know uh, the lines and stuff, like they get a bit wonky.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Manga Studio is much better for that, it corrects your gesture. I mean the the Wacom, uh gesture, you know, when you move your hand and it gets those stairs on the line, <laughs> serve the pixels. <laughs> Manga Studio has some options to smooth that. Yeah. You know, more different uh, brushes that look like uh, like a real brush and stuff. It's just out of the box. If you want to do that in Photoshop, you need shitload of plugins and, and stuff. So.
0: Yeah, you can certainly do that in Photoshop. However, yeah, Manga Studio is so much easier to use. You can find like really good traditional-looking brushes done by by other artists. Um yeah. Even out of the box, they actually have um, naming conventions for, you know, actual pens and brushes that exist, like you know, G pen and and like <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. So. It's already there and, and it works pretty pretty well out of the box, but you know, some artists put like an extra effort to get that, um, that texture of a paper into the brush as well. And it looks quite nice, especially I found um I don't remember how it's called, it was like a leaky ink brush, but a, it's almost like a very thin brush. And when you when you when you draw it with like a small radius it looks yeah. like, uh, one of those, um, manga, uh, manga pans that are like really thin and they allow you to do like the little cross hatching and it looks just perfect. It looks exactly like you would do it on paper. So, um, so that's pretty cool. And they have like the, all the, all kinds of, um, what is it called? Um, halftone, um, patterns that you can use. And apply settings, and there's a lot of shit there. You can you can take like a photo, if you ma- manipulate a photo in Photoshop in a in a good way, and you put it into yeah. a manga studio, you can make it look like a fucking like it's drawn, basically. <laughs> Seriously, it's in- it's it's insane how good it is. But you just have to like you have to be skillful about it, obviously, and do a lot of editing. And it's not like it's gonna work out of the box right away, but damn, it's, it's pretty good. But it's never gonna replace pen and paper, dude. So, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, I think it's, it's gonna be hard to tell what, what is drawn on paper and what is drawn digitally. I mean, it is hard now with some people. Yeah, sometimes,
0: side. yeah, for sure.
1: And it doesn't really make any, any difference in the end because it's just looking for, you know, whatever you want to accomplish. It doesn't require a specific technique there are many routes to mm-hmm. get there, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's gonna be for me. I don't know I, if it's some sort of, you know, sentimental thing. Like I want to stick to paper. I'm sorry for the trees. I'm sorry, but I
0: don't know. <laughs> no, don't be sorry, dude. I'll I'll tell you this this one thing. I I don't know if you have an account on um on Instagram, but on Instagram yeah. especially when you draw um traditionally. You're gonna have a shitload of followers, dude. You're gonna have a lot of oh, people following your art, yeah. your work.
1: People love that, you know. Of course, it's like a like a tutorial of sorts.
0: Yeah. In a way, like how how
1: this is done. I mean, it really isn't because you really don't learn that much from seeing someone growing. But yeah, people love that, and I understand, I guess.
0: Um. There's one interesting thing. I'm gonna talk a little business here, when it comes okay. to drawing and and you know using your skills in a different way. Again, you don't have to. Uh, there's an. I don't know if there's an impression, but let's put it this way. You can. Whatever you want, if you're really good at it and you're really putting a lot of effort to, towards it and and soul and 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 most importantly, if you're doing it consistently. Um. The truth is, you can make uh, make a living with pretty much anything you do these days. Yeah, you know, like you're a great example because, it, like, you apart from doing, you know, your small like your projects for clients, where you know you get some some work down there, you're also doing Kickstarter, and that's obviously covering some of your living costs and some of the production costs of actually creating the book. So it's yeah. not like you you. Coming back home, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you are. Maybe I'm just taking the knowledge <laughs> out of my ass again. Um, I, I guess I'm gonna ask you this then. Uh, you know, when you when you're working on your book, is it something that you're doing uh, full time by just th- the means that you got from the Kickstarter? I know it's a personal question, but I'm just curious. You know?
1: No, no, no. That's that's, that's fine. I mean, because that's that's the thing. Like this Kickstarter. Uh, was kind of so big that it really changed my uh, my life in terms of my professional life. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's say it that mm-hmm. way. I mean, I'm the same person I was, but uh, but I, I'm doing the book mostly now. Ninety percent of the time of my work time, a of shitload of hours a day to get it done. Of course, or, of course. It, but it it's your passion, your, though. Exactly. Not only your passion, but at this point, I'm, I'm producing the books myself. I'm going to be shipping them myself, of course, with some help of people, because it's a ship yeah. of, uh, <laughs> of books, books to ship. <laughs> but, I mean, different people will have different approaches to this kind of projects. You know? I like to do it all, like, control it. Not as a control freak, but mm-hmm. to keep it sort of uh, Local and kind of uh, how to say that sort of indie, you know. Like I'm gonna produce the books here uh, in a local pre house. I'm gonna handle everything myself. And, but I really enjoy that because it becomes your your enterprise, you know, your yeah. your business, your, your sort of your company in a way. Like it's, this is my, you know, in creating my my company in a way. Like if I can ship more books. Or uh, more projects, and have you know, like uh, a few years from now, I have four or five books, you know, like a catalog, whatever, and and this is my publisher. This, this is what I want to accomplish, you know. And it's my company. It's not someone else, some high CEO asshole who owns (laughs) Warner Bros. or whatever fucking company, and hires you to do some stuff, and then bye-bye, you know? This is my company, or it could be, you know? So it's pretty exciting, and it puts you in a different perspective on working. Like, if I don't do the work, then it's me who's gonna see my own uh, thing. It's not someone else company. So, you know, it, it gets you in a different, different, you know, mindset. So, I think it's very interesting. Yeah, because, okay. yeah, before the Kickstarter, I was doing uh, all the content of the first book. I did it on my spare time, you know. So, of course, it was very different. But I had the, you know, like, the illusion that I, I'm doing this because I think it's going to work. I think people going to like it, and it might take me to some places. So, what I was doing, like, all the weekends, you know, a night, after work, it was all sort of a side project. You know, you're not getting any money for that until the book is, you know, out. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And the the thing is is that I always thought that publishing a book was something too expensive, that you needed like investors or you had to loan money or whatever to do it. But nowadays, digital printing uh, is super cheap to get a book out. anyone can do it. It's whatever, 100 euros, 200 euros, you can do 40, 50 bucks or even more. So things have changed really fast. Like anyone can do this now on their own. Doesn't require that you are rich or have, you know, like a bank uh, giving you money to do it. So it's it's a very different work. It's really easy.
0: It's much easier for sure.
1: That's what I think people should be like, you know, more engaged into that. Let's, let's try to do more uh, independent stuff, you
2: know?
1: I don't know. But it's risky also. So it's when you start self publishing something, it's probably not going to cover your expenses. It's not going to pay your bill. Right. But right. that's the start, you know? So. No, I that's you for can sure. he answer your
0: question <laughs> Have you read it? no no it's all good dude. I' just we're just having a conversation so
3: you guys want to jump into questions
0: uh we can I'm actually gonna um before we do that uh just to sort of like uh give it give it an extra thought uh yeah dude it's it's different right like right now you you're pretty much you're not even self employed I wouldn't call that you're just basically it's not even work at this point. You're just having fun and it just happened. <laughs> it, it just so happens that you're getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, and rightfully so, because it's awesome, you know, like you're putting a lot of effort, a lot of your own heart and because it's your own project, because this is the stuff that you love to do and you would do it anyways, regardless whether you're doing the Kickstarter or not. So it, it's, it's not really work anymore. It's, it's more of like, it's my daily routine and it's just paying my bills now so i can do this forever that way and that's great you know that's 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 what i was talking about you don't have to really be um in entertainment industry to uh to make money to be you know um to be happy about your work and everything you just have to be good at what you do and inspiring enough for people to appreciate it and Clearly, that's what your work is doing. You know, you have your own unique style. You're putting a lot of effort. And it he, he just looks great. And people appreciate that. And Kickstarter is a great example. And sort of like a validation of that, too. So, um, you know, all power to you, dude. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And again... It's,
1: not, it's, it's, it's still work, you know? Like the, the schedule oh, yeah, of course. Uh, it's really... It's a lot of stress, you know, to get the book on time.
2: But yeah. it's not
1: going to be on time because I, I already delayed it after the campaign end. Because,
2: mm-hmm.
1: of course, I was asking for eighty thousand euros, and I raised one hundred twenty thousand, I think. So it's, it's got. It's a different project now because it's much bigger. Yeah, so I thought I need, much more. I say sure. I, I need more time. But, I mean, I have a schedule. I have to meet. But
0: I've said that
3: skill myself.
1: You yeah, know, exactly. Else, so, yeah.
0: It's not some assholes <laughs> telling you like, "Oh, it has to be done for yesterday, dude." No, you're just like, the
2: word, I, the but that's asshole.
0: but that's good, dude. It's just like you, you know. That's obviously, you know, nobody said it's it's supposed to be easy. But then on the other hand, like, even though it's not easy and it's a lot of work and everything, it's still your your stuff. You, you you're sort of working. Uh, for your own, you know, company, you're working for yourself, you're creating the stuff that you love to create. It's not like, oh, let's make a grass concept and branches (laughs) for next four weeks, because we have to make that happen. Or can you draw a fucking chair for next three weeks? Because, you know, (laughs) that's the prop that is really important in that (laughs) that kind of stuff. No, you're just like, I'm gonna draw a fucking isometric assault scene and make it really fucking <laughs> rad and that's a part of my schedule so um yeah, yeah exactly yes.
1: i always wonder if i had the chance to work you know at big companies will i, will I be doing my own or not That's, that's a question that probably is never going to be answered because it will require a time machine but right uh, yeah I, sometimes i wonder like would it be better you know try to Pursue working for something big, or I never had the opportunity. Anyway. Like never, uh, whatever wasn't in the right place, or my portfolio wasn't the one, or whatever. You know what right. But yeah, but I'm here with my own stuff, so this is a happy ending. Dude, it's not I, an ending. I'll tell
0: <laughs> you, I'll tell you from my own experience. Usually, the projects that seem to be awesome, and you know, you see the, the Captain Americas of the world, and all the big projects i'm not saying specifically specifically captain america but usually <laughs> the dream projects that you always want to work on and you get that opportunity you get that call from the studio and they there's they're telling yeah you can work on that with us it's usually not that fun dude it's in most cases just like oh fuck, i don't really do want, want, want
1: to I do that that marvel sites. is mm-hmm. that right
0: um, no, I'm not saying that obviously because I work with them right now, so I can't, I shouldn't, you are not um, safe. but I'll tell you from my experience and experience of people that I know the project that seem to be like your dream films to work on, I don't know, like an inception film or interstellar or like the big productions that seem to be fucking great, you know, in, in a lot of cases, they aren't They're It's a fucking grind. And you do a lot of bullshit work that you don't want to do, and just and it just so happens that once in a while you're gonna get that one drawing, and you're gonna nail it, and that's gonna be a you know a pinnacle of your work for that project, and that's it. But everything else is like years and years, well maybe not years, but like months and months of, of grind and like you know listening to assholes and <laughs> stupid decisions and script changes and stuff like that. It's just, it's a normal part of how things are created, especially when you don't have a power to influence it in a way, you know? Like, yeah. one thing I've learned is that I stopped caring if the film's gonna be great or not. Like, I don't really give a shit anymore. Cause I don't have any, you know, say. I don't have a power to Sorry. influence it. I cannot go to writers and say, dude, you <laughs> suck. Like, literally the script you wrote is so stupid it it made me dumber i lost 10 points of iq by just reading the first five pages like you don't have a say into that right that's not something you can you can do and have any influence on so the only thing that i can do when i'm working on the film is making sure that whenever the film is out and i can show the work that i did it's at least I'm proud of the work of, that, that I've done. At least I've tried something new, or maybe made it so as much as much detailed and rad as I could possibly do, and maybe with yeah. like the coolest design I can. But in a lot of cases, you know, the design is driven by someone else. So
1: I, I always thought that this, this part of you know whatever you do, you have to do it good. Yeah, because you otherwise you get into that sort of Downward spiral where you're just uh, you know dwelling in shit mm-hmm. and uh, when I was working as you know as in, in restaurants in the kitchen I was thought I had to make the best here you know like even if this work sucks it's, it's terrible but I cannot do it bad, you know, especially there when it's, it's even an easier job, you know, but and when I moved to to fashion, which is very similar to the uh, video games, from what I hear, because I never work in video games mm-hmm. or films, mm-hmm. from what people always say, like you were saying before, fashion is very similar, like you have a bunch of assholes who want this, well, they think they want this, they ask you to do this, when you do that, they want something else, so... And, but still, you have to make your best. Yeah. Because otherwise, where are you going, you know? Like, you you try to jump to the next company, and if you've been doing shit job, that's what you have to show them. Uh, So.
0: Yeah, you got to stay on top, for sure.
1: Yeah. You have to be the best in your craft, even if your craft is, you know, whatever, cooking salads or whatever. So. I mean, not to be disrespectful to... No, the not at all. ...of the world. I've been there, too, for a few years. But, you know, you get what I mean.
0: Yeah, of course. No, for sure. Like, you, regardless of what that is, even if it's a project that fucking sucks and you have to draw chairs and doorknobs for the next two years, just do the best yeah. fucking chair and doorknobs that you'll ever see. So. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, because, like, you mm-hmm. really don't know who you're working with. Like The beauty of working for yourself, whether you're, you know, doing a Kickstarter campaign or having your own YouTube channel and selling merchandise and whatever the fuck you do, um, if you're putting a lot of effort and you're really genuine into it, it's only going to work for you. It's only going to benefit your own work and, uh, and yourself and... Um, it's it's only there's only gonna be good things coming out of it, you know. Uh yeah. even if it's a shitty project. You know, who knows? Maybe the guy who who offered you that job and you think that's the worst job ever. Maybe he's good friends from high school with your dream director and you know when you when you fucking kill it with those doorknobs, you might be working on, you know, I don't know, next avatar or some shit, you know? Yeah. Um, you never so, know. It's a small world. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Definitely. So. Yeah. Well and I'm I'm doing so for the Kickstarter. One of the stretch goals is the the soundtrack,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is I'm very excited about. But and of course this is a situation where I am now the boss <laughs> in a way. Yeah. I, I have uh, four uh, musicians, four artists mm-hmm. that I have contacted. Like, do you want to work in this uh, soundtrack? Is it? The concept of the soundtrack is that every one of these musicians is gonna do uh, three songs, three tracks. They are sing-wave musicians. There's uh, BHS, Glitch, Overe, uh Burgiois and Ex Machina. This is four guys. Nice. And every one of them is gonna do a chapter. Three songs for that specific chapter. So it's a specific mood or, I mean, it has a concept. Right? And I am sending the briefings. To each one of them, like, I want you to do the songs for this chapter. And this chapter is about this. This is what happens. This is some of the illustrations for the chapter. And I see myself in, the, in that position where I'm the guy who's the producer now.
0: Yeah. There you go. And are. I'm
1: thinking, I don't want to be an asshole now, you know? So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but sometimes you have to because it's your own money uh, on the line, you know? And it's kind of exactly. it's kind of interesting. You you get to put yourself in a in a sort of reverse position, or a reverse yeah. role, and see how it really yeah. is from the other from the other side, you know.
1: Exactly, it's a very smaller scale in the terms of, you know, well, it's not a film or it's not it's a small thing in brackets. It's a soundtrack, but well, yeah, I'm doing that role, the role of the producer, and and yeah, like you say. I can go super soft because maybe they want to send me shit. They are not going to because I really love their music and trust these guys. But right. it's it's interesting to find yourself in that position because you you the very first thing that comes to your mind is don't be an asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: like you know, your bosses in the past have been. So I'm giving them a lot of freedom, but there is always that. Point where I also have to find a way to get the most of them, you know. So it's 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 uh, something to think about like for me at least. I, it's not a job that I enjoy. Actually, I prefer just to work on my stuff. You know, like I don't think I'm exactly fit to be that sort of a guy. Who's whatever I are director producer or you know what. It's fun, anyway. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I still don't have the tracks because you just started. But once once I get the final, you know, the final product, this is going to be like, as good as it is, maybe it's also, uh, you know, a small percentage is because of me. You know, my briefing, yeah. my whatever, a bit of direction here and there. So that's great, you know. Like you said, to see the roles uh,
0: inverted. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it gives you a different perspective on things, and and makes you makes you appreciate work even more. You know, or just even learn. Um, you know, knowing how to produce and yeah. you know how much it takes, and how much you have to plan and be prepared for unknown. <laughs> That's. That's exactly. good knowledge to have, and <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what will happen, you know?
0: Yeah, like, exactly.
1: But, yeah. There is a there is a always there is a big amount of risk, so you know. Always. I mean, for this, it is a soundtrack, and it's gonna be great. But it is not the book. Like, if I had someone doing the book for me, you know, like, and if the book is shipped, that's the main problem, and. There's not gonna be another book if it's bad, you know. So Yeah. So it's a, it's a side a part of the project was still important. Well if you have people to trust and I admire the work of these guys. So I know it's gonna be great, but
2: you know
1: how always mm, what's gonna happen, you know. <laughs> I I will believe this once I see the final something. Some, some sort of, that's what goes in my mind sometimes.
0: Yeah.
3: It's gonna be cool. Is I'm VHS sure. Glitch gonna be doing the whole soundtrack? Sorry, what? Is VHS <clears throat> Glitch gonna be doing the whole soundtrack?
1: He's doing the one of the chapters, and then the, the other three guys gonna do one chapter each. Gotcha. So he will do three songs, so it's great. I wish I could have more people actually, like a longer soundtrack, but obviously there's a budget too. So yeah. oh, it's gonna be twelve tracks, it's pretty
3: good. It's dope. I'm excited. Dope. Yeah. You guys All ready right. for questions now? Yeah, let's do this. I know the uh Sick. the guests are get <laughs> like, right. those <laughs> questions in.
0: First says,
3: Only the easy ones, please. Alright. How did you how did you get, you get into the style and who are your main influences? Would you say? Oh yeah, that's, that's
1: something. Uh, a lot of people say Mobius. No, not just here in my in my Facebook or social places. Usually, the people say a lot. It looks like Mobius, which is fine because I love him. But I'm not sure. My stuff really looks like. Him, anyway. but my influences are. I mean, when I was a teen, all the comics I read, I really read a lot of comics. It was uh, European comics. So I, I'm guessing most of them have never been published in the U.S. Because in Spain we've been lucky enough to have a lot of books translated from uh, from France, which is the the cradle of well, France and Belgium from the European coming. And we, we had Mobius since day one translated to Spanish. So, uh, of course, it's, it's been one of my biggest influences. But what I read when I was teen, it is, I think, the, the part of your life where you maybe absorb the most, or maybe, I don't know, the foundations of what you're going to be into. I mean, I can't say it, but I used to read a lot of uh, Manara and Bilal, Of course, Otomo. Akira has always been one of my favorite uh, comics or mangas of all time. Uh, Blade of the Immortal from Samura. Uh, and a shitload of European guys, like Spanish too. Alfonso Font, Carlos Jimenez, uh, many. The French guys, Loisel. Uh, the other guy who is, I don't know, a lot. And I think that all stacks into your sort of uh, visual library. And what you get, which is your style, I think is sort of a mix of everything. You know, it, like it's, it's hard to backtrack exactly what's your influence, you know? Right. Well, yeah. Sweet. But... That's definitely uh, my particular style is what they call the, I, I don't know French, it's something like the Ligny claire. It's called the clear line, which is just, like it said, clear line, flat colors. This is pretty much uh, old school European color, And I'm, that's what I do with, with, with my twist, you know, and the specific stuff that I do maybe other people don't do but that's pretty much it sweet
3: awesome. that's, uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a pretty long reply
3: no, that's a good, uh, good answer <laughs> next question says how long do you spend on each topic in art and when do you know when to move on to a new one like each uh, drawing or I'm not sure. He said topic. I'm not sure what he's talking about there. Topic? Yeah. Right. Can okay. you repeat the question? Yes. How long okay. do you spend on each topic in art? Maybe like the fundamentals, like perspective, oh. uh, anatomy, and then moving to the next one. That's what I'm guessing, but...
0: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: if, it's, is that, if that is the question, uh, you never move on that's a shitty answer, answer. <laughs> 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 no I mean like uh, anatomy, can you know enough that you don't need to know more I don't think so Or and the same with perspective you, know? you need to learn a lot to, to get a solid base I think you need to never stop l- learning like both anatomy and perspective, I call it the basics of drawing. You know, once you understand that, you can do you can draw almost anything, right?
0: Yeah, I agree with you, hundred so, percent, dude.
1: Then you have color, which is a different wall, and it's uh, it's another. Oops, sorry, someone's told me. No. Okay, so I think that's that's. But yeah, I think I still do nothing to this. I don't think I really got it. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my God! It's a big mobile phone.
0: <laughs> don't worry <laughs> about it, dude. Okay, I'll get, I'll get. I I um, agree with you, man. It's you never you never stop. You know, yeah. you might be jumping back and forth, and okay, I've spent enough on this, and I want to yeah. move on and. Try maybe perspective, maybe color, or maybe lighting, but it's a cycle. You sort of like recycle and go back and always try to find different angles to look at stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, perspective is something that I have seen myself improving a lot in, in, that, uh, in that field over the last couple of years, because I also put myself in greater challenges than I had been doing before. Like, I wanted to do more complex stuff and I didn't always have the skill to do it. But over time, I sort of overcome that. So, you know, and yeah, it doesn't worry me that much now, but still a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really enjoying when I try to do fisheye or asymmetric isometric is fairly simple as a perspective method because it's and it's very something we have in in our let to say that you know brain for video games you know like you say 90s 80s uh, but yeah you never stop learning that's, that's the the answer how long does it take to get to a solid level that will be more difficult to say you
3: know yeah. This next one says: How do I improve my three D forms when drawing? How do I make uh, things pop out more? Any suggestions on that? Your you what? Your duty? Three D forms making oh, yeah. it pop more, like making it look like it's more three dimensional.
1: More like the volume of stuff, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. That that comes back to the to the previous question, I think. Like if you want to do something that works in space, you need to understand space. So um, you can make it pop using uh, different uh, tricks later on, but first you have to lay down the foundation of that. Like for example, you want to do something, you want to draw a character in, in in an environment, you want it to work, to look realistic. And for that, you need to understand how perspective and anatomy works. And once you, you keep perfecting that, and I think it comes naturally, you know, things will go, things will pop, you will understand. But there is another side to that, which will be composition. I mean, if we are speaking about elements in a, in, a, in a picture, in an illustration, the way to highlight or put uh, elements in, in as, you know, protagonists, or whatever, that's more into composition, how you're gonna construct your shot, or let's call it shot, let's call it whatever you're drawing. If you want something to really pop, you need to uh, be aware of that, and use the space to your advantage, in the sense that if you want that particular character, or maybe it is, you know, the protagonist of your illustration, you want him is the hero, whatever, you want people to see him first, then you need to place him in a composition that favors that. A classical example will be the pyramid, you know? When you have a triangle and your hero is and the rest of the stuff is the base of the pyramid or the triangle, it's a classic composition that favors whatever's on top, we'll try I don't know if that's what the question was asking for, but here you go.
3: <laughs> it sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Next question is, uh, it says, what was your first inspirations to seek uh, in an, as an artist career? Um,
1: one of the things I remember is I used to read a lot of uh, comics from Manara, from and he's known for his erotic stuff, I guess everybody knows Manara, Milo Manara, and I remember one of the first things that got like a kick of me was seeing how he drew the female body, and I thought, I want to draw girls like this, how, how it's how do I get there and obviously <laughs> I understood that I had to go to the slow route which is to the anatomy again and you know and get there mm-hmm. but that was one of my first like so let's call it motivation maybe it was 15 16 or something I was reading those comics I thought I need to get there I need to draw bodies like this maybe I don't know if I want to do you know uh, Erotic, comic or not, but I was really impressed with the way he was drawing anatomy. It was like it could be sexy, it could be dynamic, it could be a lot of stuff. It was, you know, when you see a master and you see what he does best, and you think, "Ah, I want to get there," and one day say, "Okay, now I'm better than you." <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, it really, really got me like. I need to get there. I need to learn. I need to go through all the boring parts because I will get there eventually. So,
3: Awesome. Uh, next question says, how do I block out values in grayscale?
1: Oh, my God.
3: Are you really asking me that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I, I'm the oddball. I mean, I say that because... I never never ever use gray and I know that's not what usually tutorials advise to to do so it might be bit confusing to ask because my approach to, to drawing is line and I create the volumes with line and perspective and then when I get to color I go straight to color so I don't block. I mean, the way I use color is not lighting based, it's just color. So I use temperature, I use saturation, and I create my compositions like that. So I don't really use gray. So maybe that's something that magic can answer better. I don't
0: know. Um... You know, there is no rule really. You don't have to start with grayscale um, or anything like that. It's just a matter of you know how right. you how you're approaching work. Um, some people like to do grayscale and then apply color on top of that. Others like others like to do color. There's there's just so many different styles and so many different ways to paint and draw. There's no one rule. It has to be done that way. So, um...
1: yeah, maybe maybe one thing to add is that you need to understand why uh, people who paint digital and use uh, grayscale as a base. Why do they do that? Simply because that's you can see better the 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 values of the form in gray. Colors are tricky; they influence each other and they mess with your eyes. So. Your perception, at least. So, the way to block with gray, maybe it's related to understanding form, probably. Right. But yeah, there's no. You can do without gray too, if you want.
3: I guess. Maybe I will. Okay. <no. laughs> uh, this next. Good, What's the point of studies if you're going to forget them? I study the basics. I'm an aspiring concept artist slash illustrator. (laughs)
1: Uh, I don't know how the brain works, actually. I don't know if mine works at all. But I'm pretty sure you don't forget studies. Because you, you may not remember one particular... Like, you draw um a, a pose one day, like a girl or a guy when a particular pose, you're gonna forget the day after probably, but what you're doing there is trying to figure out how the human body is, you know. You're gaining knowledge in the same way that if you're reading a book, you may not remember all the words like from a novel, for example, but you will remember the story. I know that's a good analogy, but I think that's how it works with studies. You don't need to remember that specific drawing, but you're gaining you knowledge that will come back to you when you are trying to build like, a body from your imagination. So that's, that's the point of studies, to understand things
0: yeah it's like with driving right (laughs) when you when you pass your driving test and you might not drive for like in forever and um and then you sit behind the wheel you you know it's gonna take you maybe a few hours to get used to it but you know you will still remember how to drive you still remember how to change gears and and stuff like that it's not like something Mm -hmm. that you forget i remember i moved back to europe um back in 2012 for about a year and i used to drive in us i always drive uh automatic uh you know and in europe i would drive stick and when i came back i got a car with stick and i was just like "Ah, am i gonna be able to use clutch after like these many years and granted like first couple of minutes was confusing as fuck but I was driving, I, I didn't forget much. So yeah, I mean, when you do studies, you, it's not like you're gonna forget. It's it's you're creating synapses in your brain. You're creating connections that basically tell you, okay, this is how you do stuff. So when yeah. you're learning new things, you remember all of those things. And you know, as the time goes, obviously those connections deteriorate and you tend to forget, but when you refresh, it's almost like a like a refresh button where it sort of like brings yeah. you back to um to where you were at least or at least close to it maybe not necessarily 100% same quality but you're still going to be somewhat good you know
1: mm. yeah i mean the the question is fine it's fair like if, because when you are doing anatomy studies for example sometimes it may seem like it's futile you know like but I'm doing this because you're not going to see, like, you may do 20 anatomy sketches, uh, like five minutes, each one of them. And you get, and then you say, okay, now I'm going to draw. And you maybe don't draw better. I mean, it's, it's a slow building. So it's, it's, it is a good question in a way because it's, it's a bit, you know, it's hard to see the progress in a small amount of time when you're doing that over months, you definitely see how it helps.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a matter of practice. So.
3: So this next one says, "How did you de- develop your uh, visual library? How would you say you went about that?" Oh
1: yeah, that's that's important, very important part of my work, or or of my uh, uh, how do you call that? My work methods or whatever. Uh, now, it's that I do research a lot. Like, if I want to draw buildings, uh, like, let's say, from a specific city, I'm going to research a lot of buildings, photos or whatever. And I I do have a lot of reference for stuff. Like, I want to draw, um, uh, let's say, a, a, a televisor or whatever, or... All tech, BCR, so I have pictures to see exactly how they work, not yeah. just for memory. To remember the specific details, like different models have different buttons. And, and I am seeing now that over time, that research work that goes apply to my illustrations, sometimes now there are stuff and I see a lot of shapes in my mind already, like, you know, especially for... Uh, what I've been doing the last two years, which is a lot of uh, mm-hmm. urban stuff like pipes, cables, uh, walls, windows. I, I, I have a lot of reference for that, but I now have also a lot of the of those uh, saved onto my mind, sort of. You know, I could. I think I could draw uh, any illustration of a city just from memory now, like. And have very different elements in there, not just a copy paste. I could have very different kinds of buildings and stuff. I think that comes from from having doing the research, you know, have the curiosity. Like I always say that if you're going to draw, let's say, a mobile phone, you can draw it from your from your imagination. Well Different people have different retentive. Also, I'm pretty terrible at remembering the details of stuff. But you, you say, I'm gonna draw a mobile phone, and you draw it. It's probably, okay, sure, looks like. But if you do research, you see there are difference between different models. Like, you know, different buttons, different sizes, different screens. Well, they all look the same right now. So it's a terrible example, but you get where I go. If you draw it from the imagination, it's gonna be sort of the ideal of that. And if yeah. you do research, you're gonna reach that ideal with new details. And especially if you have to draw, for example, 10 cars, you maybe can draw two or three from memory, but if you really want to make them different, you have to do the research. That's my approach to that
0: who
1: long silence
0: no dude right. oh, i'm just i'm just soaking it in um john we have more questions or
3: john is dead
0: yeah john just died
3: so sorry i muted myself i was like i was talking hey <laughs> <laughs> <I ate that. laughs> Yeah, we still have a lot of questions. So if you guys want to keep going, we could keep going. Let's um, maybe otherwise... um,
0: let's maybe get two more and then sure. jump into the current events and.
3: Let's
0: do it. Yeah, I don't want so one... to hold up. I don't want to hold uh, up Hosen for too long.
3: Okay. Sure. This next one says, "How did you plan the composition with that perfect perspective that you're working on there?" Oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> <Perfect>. uh... <laughs> I'm not sure, perfect sounds like a
1: very big word, but uh, and what I do is I never have, or sometimes I have, but I usually don't have a very clear idea of what I want to do. I mean, maybe I do have a clear idea, like what I want to represent in a particular image, but I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, like specifically. So it comes from uh, trying sometimes different stuff, see what what sticks. Uh, the way I draw, for example, I use the eraser a lot, which any uh, arts teacher is gonna tell you: the eraser is bad. Don't use it. Yeah, but
0: fuck it's, those guys.
1: <laughs> well, there's also a reason for that. It, it helps you grow confident with your lines. If you use the eraser, it's like it's like a scape but at this point I think I have my lines more or less under control. So I, I it's sort of imprint in, in my in my way of drawing the eraser. I like to erase a lot until I find exactly what I want. Sometimes it's better to start over, sometimes I do. But I usually laid still start laying down, you know, lines. In this illustration, for example, it was easier because I didn't know I wanted to do an isometric perspective. So a part of the drawing was already sort of solve. Like, it's going to be like a grid, you know, for the perspective. But starting to... I started lying down, like, this room, you don't see, it with the hacker, and started building, like, maybe I can put some woman in here who is looking at what's going on, some dead guy. You know, I I work a lot by adding stuff. Maybe my the struggle is at the very... Early stage of drawing where I have to to put the main uh, narrative. What's going on? This once I figure that out, I build on top of that. You know, it's pretty much the the process. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's harder. When I don't really have super clear why I want to to tell. That happens sometimes too. I, I'm not sure what I want to tell here because sometimes it's like. I think uh, Cyber Samurai is really cool. I want to do an illustration that has one, but I don't have any story around it. So, <laughs> you know, you, when you feel like you want to draw something because you, you you think it's cool or you may enjoy it, or you never draw one before, then you have to build a story around that. That's right. maybe difficult. One. When I have the story clear in my mind, then.
0: It's, uh, it's a bit easier, let's yeah. say. Cool. Um, so the last one, dude. Let's get the last question in.
3: Yeah, the last question says, how do you choose your colors? Uh, and they, they work really well, uh, pretty much, um, and go together very well. And it says, they're very pleasing to the eyes. How do you choose them, basically?
1: That's, that's a good question because I still don't have the answer, but <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, if I was uh, doing a coloring demo today, I, that could be something you could explain, what? Uh, color, I feel color is like, you know, the, that guy in the family that is just there and nobody really loves him while he's mm-hmm. there. And he's from the family, so he has to come, you know, to the meetings. I see a lot of people that like to draw, like to compose, like to do volume, lining, but usually uh, color feels like a burden to them. Like, oh my God, I guess I have to color this just so it doesn't look too depressing. And that's the problem there. I mean, the way I choose my my colors is... I really like them, you know, in a way that over time I've been reading, watching movies and when I see, for example, a movie and I see uh, photography that I really like, I'm thinking, oh my god, I have to, I have these colors, I want to put them in in illustration, not those colors, but that idea, you know, the strong yellows or cool oranges and I start working my palettes from, from there. From, from uh, I would like to use some sort some colors. Like right? I would like to use green to make it cool or depressing or oppressive, or, depending on the mood or the illustration. I want to convey some specific feeling with. Maybe today is greens and purples, and how can I do that? And it becomes also engineer engineering, like the same way that I do with drawings. So I, I go building. And it's it's another thing to develop over time. Like you have to develop that sensibility to know or start realizing that maybe that green needs to be, you need to change the temperature of this color. You need to make this one a little more purple a little more, until you find that synergy. This, this is what I pursue in my, illustrations. When you see the illustration, it has that harmony or lack of harmony, depending on what's the story. And, but, it, but it works. It makes sense. Even though it's sort of a strike. Because I use the colors not to convey line, but to convey whatever is going on. So
3: Hell yeah. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome.
0: Cool, dude. That's, we're gonna stop some questions so, yeah. here. Let's get some current events.
3: Yeah. What is, what is that?
0: Uh, we just we're talk just, news. We just talk
3: about. It. Yeah, okay. the news. If you guys have anything some, to bring cool up, shit. feel free to. Well, the <laughs> first. First thing I thought. Well, have you guys seen um, Suicide Squad yet? Are you guys oh, going yeah. to watch that?
1: I, I saw it uh, last Sunday.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah? yeah. Did you like it? Uh. Go ahead, tell us your thoughts on that. Yeah. The sad. reviews were, <laughs> were pretty bad, apparently.
1: I actually uh, I like movies a lot. I try to watch a lot of movies. But I remember I, I used to watch more uh, outdoor films, like whatever. But nowadays I really like bad movies and slug and three <laughs> sides, but I kind of love it and in a slocky way. <laughs> cool. Really that explains
0: are... <laughs> So basically what you're saying, it sucked major dick, and that's what you like that's why you liked it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it was pretty slocky.
1: It didn't go <laughs> I mean one of my favorite uh, superhero movies of the of this year, where a lot of superhero movies every year now. But I really <laughs> love It's <laughs> Man of bucks <laughs> because it was pretty terrible. Which one? Uh, x man
0: apocalypse. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was really
1: bad. But I, I really it. Like, this is so slug.
2: I, I, I love this. Isn't this that is the so movies?
0: Pissed. Isn't that the movies are so bad these days or a lot of them are so bad these days that they are so bad that they're good.
3: Yeah, I, you know, yeah you're horizontal. just watching laughing
0: and like you almost want to walk out from from the theater. But it's just like, but it's so bad. I I kind of want to watch <laughs> if they can top themselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
1: Um, sort of. It was a bit frustrating with Suicide Squad because it really didn't go
3: all the way to right. the, yeah. to the they made, buy. They made a shitload of money on the first week, though, so that was great. Sure. They succeeded. Marketing team. So
0: that means, was, the, um, you know what it means for a studio? Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make 10 more of those. Right. be prepared 2016 yeah. 2017 and 2018 is going to be all remakes and superhero movies i'm we, actually we i'm be, actually not joking
1: we, <laughs> we will be like totally senile like all this fun that we will be chatting and saying have you seen suicide squad 25 it's pretty good <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey i i watched this youtube channel called um, half in the bag um, oh, and, uh, yeah. and they, those guys are hilarious and they've been, cause I, i you know, I, I'm not going to go see suicide squad. I mean, come on, dude. No. Um, <laughs> but, um, they, they did a review and it was an interesting thing they said. I, I, I sort of agree. And even though I haven't seen it, I, I could totally see it play out that way is that, you know, a studio will hire a director with a vision and then they will see that there's another film that came out which is way different than the one they're making and they go panic mode and fucking <laughs> completely redo the, the shit out of it. That's what they did with uh, Fantastic 4. Uh, yeah. And I and I hear that's what they were doing with this with this film, you know, because dude, because, you know, Deadpool <laughs> was funny and dark. So let's try to make Suicide Squad the same way, funny and dark and put like all the fucking possible pop music hits on top of it
1: yeah so just i'm a really big fan of uh red leather media the house in the back guys oh yeah they're, they're, seen...
0: they're hilarious as fuck dude
1: yeah i should go to milwaukee just to to creep on them you
0: know? but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no they're they're yeah. really creative and funny and dark <laughs> sometimes they're dark as fuck dude <laughs> they did this uh review of avatar uh, i think it's called clinket yeah. review of Avatar, as yeah. it has like this fucking <laughs> basement, kidnap people, which is like uh, <laughs> dark as fuck, but it's yeah. funny as fuck too. Those guys are great. Yeah.
1: and they really, they really know about cinema. I don't oh. always agree with them, which is yeah. something uh, yeah, yeah. I actually like because
0: it's opinions, right? I mean, you don't have to exactly, agree, but yeah. they are doing it in a in a very funny way. So,
1: yeah. Well,
0: yeah, uh, I forgot I was going to say something, but <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, we'll al- back. What else you have there?
3: So there's a really cool. Uh, it's pretty much uh, VR. Going back to technology, and I'll post it in the chat. It's basically painting in VR space with your friends, right? Oops. So it's it's kind of like the tilt brush, but this is it looks like tilt brush. Yeah, it, it looks exactly like it. I'm curious if it is involved with it, but, but yeah, what do you it guys looks think exactly about this? Like I think brush. it's really cool just being able to, I don't know, VR space.
1: Should yeah, why think, not? Is is that the one that they paint some mountains? Yeah. Um, okay. It looks pretty cool, actually. I'm not sure if it's a tech demo or something that actually works, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like a tilt til brush with just more than one person painting it so hey um i've read uh, i don't remember who was uh who was posting about that someone was someone's doing like a beta testing of uh, vr sculpting so that's that's oh, gonna yeah. be curious i'm curious about that i want to find out who that was i read it on facebook someone in, uh someone was posting about it uh that got, he got like htc it's vive different. and he's going to be testing i don't i don't remember who that was but it's cool. either way yeah i mean vr is basically it's definitely moving in the in, in an interesting direction so i'm pretty cool pretty pretty uh excited about where it's going it's definitely going to be more and more robust and you know the biggest concern right now is you have a cable sticking out of your head yeah. back mm-hmm. of your head and you can easily get tangled with it uh once they go once they go, like, wireless and make the headsets to be way, way smaller, that's when it's going to take off, I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah. I, Although
0: I the AR is, you know, um, doing pretty big strides too, so. And that's, like, okay. a different technology. <laughs> What's up?
1: Are speaking camera. Pokemon?
0: Uh, no, no, uh, like, um, augmented reality, you know? Like, what yeah. was that uh, Microsoft was Bo- doing boke- or something?
1: It's supposed to be the thing that's going to kick augmented reality into mainstream, whatever. Oh,
0: that would be interesting.
1: I... Oh yeah,
2: so I people, see be, it, more okay. people
0: will be falling off the cliffs, fucking chasing <laughs> virtual toys. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, uh-huh. yeah. The, uh, what was that? I don't, can't remember the name of that technology, but it's basically it's projecting images towards your retina. So you don't wear any headset or whatsoever. Uh, you're basically seeing. You're 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 like you're not wearing any gear, and you see shit that is not out there. So that's kind of like it's,
3: it's, uh, freaky. Is it a real technology yeah, it
0: already it? works apparently. Have you guys
3: so. Seen, uh, the Holy Black shit. Black Mirror episode on uh, on Netflix. You guys watch that at all?
0: Um, is there a new one? If a... there's a new one, don't spoil it. Um, no,
3: it's not new. It's it's old, but it's it's basically with the uh, the retina thing. You could just watch, you know, like your history. Oh, uh, um, the like history all of the you stuff that was reported. Well, stuff I don't
0: remember before. the name of that episode.
3: That was a really trippy one. Well, I haven't I, seen I, the first see so. You haven't seen it? No, I still need to. It's get called it. the
0: entire history of you. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. one of the best episodes they've ever done. Black Marriage, by the way, fucking the shit. Like everyone it should watch it,
3: yeah, I love that
0: it. one and the White Rabbit. Uh, those two episodes are the shit. And the Christmas, uh, the White Christmas yeah. is, yeah.
3: yeah. Have, have you seen the pretty trippy. Stranger mm-hmm. Things? Do You like it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, it's pretty good. I'm gonna watch the last episode on Friday. I'm excited. Down, Daniel.
0: You haven't watched it yet.
3: <laughs> no, I'm pacing myself. All I'm right, with my girlfriend. I binged watched Strats. everything Strats. in one night. Yeah, everybody <laughs> <probably> did. <laughs> <laughs> now I still have something to watch though, so cool.
0: i good. get.
3: Um yeah, that's pretty much it right now. I have another one that's um basically it's it's really cool. It's uh a robot that can walk in all terrain and it's developed by mm. you know those guys that make those robots. Uh,
0: the Boston a... Dynamics.
3: Oh yeah. Dynamics. yeah.
0: Yeah. I got a good yeah. one. In so, Nevada. They've opened the world's largest solar plant, and uh, I'm gonna pull it up the screen so you can see it. It looks pretty dope.
3: Wow! Is this the one that you passed by before entering a uh, state I don't know. line?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Look how big it is. I Boom! Oh, your well, your you're gonna see it on the. Uh... <laughs> You're going to see it on the on, – yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, that's old. That's old news, bro. That's
0: old news? <laughs> All right. Fuck me then.
3: <laughs> but uh, I mean – in the past. Yeah, it's it's amazing, man, just driving out there and you see this bright Yeah, it was posted in 2014.
0: To yeah, fuck my – fuck me.
3: <laughs> yeah, I used to <laughs> drive into Las Vegas though. I was just Those
0: like, people on Facebook not... are confusing me. I found it on Facebook. It must be true. It must be new. No. It's my my imagination. Yeah, it, um, it's
3: amazing. I saw it when it was being built. And I was just like, what are they building? This is yeah. government conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. But then all of a sudden, this light yeah. started shining. I was just like, what the hell? That's cool. Yeah. The hell yeah, man.
0: Dude.
1: You thought it was going to be the next Area 51 and then the same it's
0: yeah. just sort of fun. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm a prime example of that people don't read anything more than the headlines. <laughs> Cuz I just if I would just look at the date, I'll be like, nope. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah. Um anyways, dude, thanks for um thanks for coming. Thanks for uh joining us today, you know. Uh it's been a yeah. it's been a it's been a blast. I, dude, I love your work. Uh, everyone love your work, dude. I mean, Kickstarter kind of shows it. So uh, it was really nice talking with you and then seeing how you draw and you know just kind of making it a little different for everyone else, uh, not just digital art. Yeah, all over the it, place. This, so but
1: was it was it possible to see the ink? Oh actually? yeah, it's because... nice yeah. and clear.
0: I mean, it's not fucking four K, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, come on, g- guys, man. take it okay. easy. <laughs>
1: well, it's of, it's of, it's yeah
0: yeah. yeah dude um, you. if you want to be guest any, anytime soon you're always welcome I'm always welcoming, welcoming people that have already been here with the art cafe before this is like a very mellow format so you know yeah. everyone's always yeah. free to join and it's all about discussions, sure. conversations fun and, and just drawing cool shit so Awesome. Alright yeah. dude. Uh thanks for, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for everyone else who joined us live and if you like what you're seeing, subscribe to this fucking channel. Mm-hmm. If you don't then fucking close it. I don't care.
1: Send your complaints to massive
0: Yeah, if you if you think it <laughs> sucked then yeah, send a direct <laughs> message. Dude that channel fucking blows. You should die. Um <laughs> No, but seriously, if you if you you know if you want to support it, then just subscribe, you know. Um, uh, and we're gonna have a next guest a little later today. It's gonna be Andre Wallen, so uh, it's two art cafes in one week. How about that? That's um, great. Anyways, thanks guys, and um, I'll see you soon. Thank Peace
1: you. Out. you. Thanks all.